After a year and a half delay, Marvel returns to theaters with Black Widow. It's action. It's comedy. It's a backstory, finally, for one of the original Avengers. And we're going to talk about the Red Ledger all on this episode of the Project Finding Good Podcast with Kevin and Milton. Milton, we are hey. back. Uh, Marvel is in the theaters, and uh, we have waited a long time. Yes, and we're so happy. Time for this. Finally. Yes. Ah. It, it felt it felt really good to be back in the theater watching Marvel after yes. a couple small screen in my living room and in my bed watching Marvel. <laughs> yes. uh, this is where it belongs. You have a big TV at home, though, right? I would assume. Uh, I, mean, I mean, yeah. I mean... I mean, it's not a theater, but no, it's as close as you're going to get. You know, what is it, 50-inch TV? Yeah. 50 is good. Yeah, 50 is <laughs> right. good size. Yeah. You have a nice surround sound. Yes, you got the I whole do. thing got the going. Bose system good. going. It's you got good. Bose. I got Sonos. Okay, yeah. You should, you should, you should right. upgrade. No, Bose is the best. No, it's not. Sonos. <laughs> Go for Sonos. <laughs> Sonos is a, is a cheap version of Bose. So, oh, my goodness. Yeah, we need to get you a pay raise. Wireless, baby. Go <laughs> wireless. I, <laughs> I do I need did... a pay raise, though. <laughs> Let's get on that. Let's get on that. <laughs> so I did choose that I would not be watching Black Widow at home. Same here. Because you have that option. With Disney Plus, but I wanted to go to the theater. It was like not even, it's like duh. It was not even a yeah. choice. And the theater owners are pissed. Oh, <laughs> they are not happy. They are not happy. They're blaming Kevin Feige and yeah. Marvel, saying because you know the second weekend, a Tank. huge drop in in ticket sales, and even though first weekend's very strong, it did. So that that was good. And people are just pointing fingers at each other. This is your fault. This is your fault. This is your fault. Yeah. Marvel should be better. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, hey, chill out, everybody. It's, Let's just enjoy the movie. It's, it'll come back. It'll come back yeah. fully. I mean, we're still kind of in this weird uh, phase. I mean, still 80% of movie theaters are open. So 20% of theaters are still shut down. Yeah. You certainly cannot blame these content creators who have poured millions into these films. Yeah. Um, to find ways to reach all audiences, sixty million dollars they made on Disney on the Disney Plus Premiere Access. Really, that's I didn't know better. That number. That's better than most. Wow, that's uh, movies come out like the first weekend. That's pretty good. So it's going to be hard to uh, justify walking away from that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what I am hoping, and this has nothing to do with anything we want to talk about today, <laughs> but but I I like. I'm a spy guy. Like, I like spy stuff. Okay. You know, I'm a James Bond dude and, you know, all that stuff. And I would love for them to do a series on, like, the previous adventures and exploits of Black Widow. Mm. Like, a spy thriller, like, showing right. some of her missions and things she did. I think that would be cool. She's a great actress and a oh, great she's character. Awesome. I don't think we're going to get it, though. I think this is the last time this we're going to see Black Widow. That's kind of sad. I mean, as far as Scarlet's version of that. I mean, true, true. You know, comics, they live and they switch hands. And we, we do want to talk about spoilers in this oh, movie. Big as time. always, yep. we want to talk about the whole thing. So, you know, the, the end of the movie was a little bit of a wink and a handoff right um and we'll see we'll see if we get a new black widow i don't know yeah or if this multiverse thing <laughs> becomes something <laughs> there'll be a version of black widow somewhere and yeah. her hair color will be different or she might be a a, a pony i don't know whatever <laughs> something 
<laughs> we I may mean, see after, her again. I, I don't mean, know. After Frog Thor and <laughs> yeah, Alligator Loki, <laughs> right? We have Pony Scarlet, <laughs> Pony Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I just awesome. never, I never try to anticipate what these people are going to do in these shows. No. I always think I know what's happening. Yeah. I watch some stupid TikTok video, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's exactly what's going to happen. And then, of course, it's nothing. It does it. Yeah, that's a great thing. They can literally do anything they want. Oh my god, and we'll be, and we'll eat it up and love it. Yes. Yeah. So this is um this is a movie with a lot of complexity and it gives a lot of depth to Black Widow. I feel ten years too late. Hmm. I think I would have enjoyed the character of Black Widow a whole lot more if this movie came out a long time ago. And yeah. it's kinda like you hung out with someone, you didn't really get to know them for ten years, and then you found their whole entire backstory when you don't really care anymore. <laughs> Sometimes that works though. Yeah. In some movies we we enjoy finding the backstory out later and and then we go back and we understand why they did what they did. You're saying that you would have preferred to know the backstory before. What why yes. this time is why is it different this time? Because I because I think you're just you, you just understand their decisions and you don't have to wrestle with them anymore. And it's like, okay, well I get why you made all those decisions. Oh, I see. You don't want to think. That's what it is. You just want everything handed to you on a silver platter. You just want the easy why is way. It, Milton. Like <laughs> you always find a way just make me feel horrible. Well, sometimes you are horrible. Use that brain of yours for more than right. just, you know, that's watching a, TV. Like it's a good you friend. think. Come on, man. It's a good Come friend. On. I'm trying to A be. good friend will make you feel horrible every now and then. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, but I did I did appreciate getting the backstory. Then fine. Okay, now we have it. Yeah. And I you know, one thing I really did enjoy about about this movie, and this is more about just the movie storytelling i love movies that wink at at the audience wink at themselves right and you know this whole like w you know her sister telling her like why do you always drop in this position oh. and then she's like practicing <laughs> it and, and i'm just like this is that awesome so because it's so true and it happens <laughs> over and over and there must have been a focus yeah. group somewhere along the way that said like this is the position that people <laughs> love to see heroes drop into yeah. from large heights and then she right? did it and then she did it and, and then she, she was did like, oh, and she's like oh <laughs> I love that. I love that. that and and her sister as a character is great. I she, would watch her in her own series for anything. For sure. She's snarky. Yep. She's she's a tough, you know, she can fight, <laughs> she can kick some butt, but yeah. she next, likes to make jokes. I, I, what else could you, uh, you know? Snark is my superpower. <laughs> uh, kicking You're butt good not at so it. much. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got me for. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I'm the butt kicker, you're yeah. the you're the joke maker. There you go. Okay, I'll just <laughs> let you believe that. All right. So, uh <laughs> this movie is really um really explored this area of finding Family again. We talked about this pretty heavily in the uh, F nine yeah. video. One of the all time best movies of the entire world. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> but just finding family through dis sure. <laughs> finding family through dis through dysfunction and, and pain. And I think a lot of us um, have certainly been through that. If you're part of any family, you've probably been through some dysfunction and pain. Um, but I I, th I think I think what we do is we bail on family and then we find family. 
Right. We create it. What are you talking about? <laughs> you, like, why do we do this? Why don't we just hang out with the family we're given and make the best of where we're planted? We're complicated creatures, you know, and we can easily get butt hurt <laughs> about stuff. Yeah. And, and you just, you, you look at this group of people that you've been forced into. You were just born into this family, and you're just like, eh, these people suck, <laughs> yeah. you know. And and it's usually, uh, let's be honest, it's usually about stupid things. Sure. Like mo- most of the family squabbles are about dumb things. It's it's the reason why when you get older, you laugh about the things you were angry about <laughs> when you were little. Yeah. <laughs> right? right. You laugh about that, and you're like, wow, I can't believe I was so bent out of shape over that. Yeah. And we do. We do, you know, get, uh, I remember, I remember a time, I don't remember what the issue was, but my mom got me mad about something. And my mom and I are very similar in our character. Was so, this in your childhood, like when childhood. you were young? Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was about a few years ago. Uh, <laughs> and, and, um, yeah. and I just said, I'm leaving, you know, and I just <laughs> grabbed my stuff and I left. And my initial intention was I'm never coming back. Sure. You know, it was it was New York. Uh, it was probably Novemberish, you know, winterish, late fall, early winterish, and I start walking. And I live in a beach town, so the <laughs> ocean is right there. Wind just kick it. I mean, the weather is awful. I got this big trench coaty, and I start walking. And I start walking, and I'm mad, and I'm brooding. I'm just like, oh, you know, I'm gonna show my mom. I'm never coming back. She's yeah. gonna miss me, and whatever, blah blah blah. And it just and the more I walk, the more I realize this is the dumbest thing I've ever done. <laughs> yeah. Like, what am I doing? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I turn around and I come home. And that was like, probably a fantastic <laughs> moment for your mother. <laughs> I don't think my mother even knew I left, honestly. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, you're back. Hey, yeah. what's up? And I'm just like, why was I mad? Yeah. Like, but it it's the way we are, you know? And and luckily I I came to my senses and I was just like, but other people, they don't, they just keep going. They just keep walking. And they lose and, and then they lose their family. But the great thing is you can discover family and others, you know, friends, because there are families that are broken and dysfunctional and can really hurt you like on a very deep emotional level. Yeah. And sometimes you have to go outside of your immediate family to find that family. Look at, think about all the, all the people who are adopted or mm-hmm. in the foster care system or a death happens in the family, you lose your parents and and you don't have that extended family. So it's possible to find family in other places. And yeah. you know, here in this movie, you know, Black Widow, when we when we think about all the whole MCU movies, we understand her family was broken, so she found a new family in the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that became her family. And then when half of them disappeared, she was again looking for more family and struggling to find that. Um, yep. So yeah, yep. it, it's a it's a sad journey. Yeah. I mean, in this process, we come uh, we we learn a lot about that scene in I believe it was Avengers, where um, Black Widow comes to Loki. Loki's in the cage. Yeah. And uh, Loki says, "I've seen your red ledger." And it's that moment of like, oh, she yeah. has a pretty dark past. Right. Um, this movie was about discovering that red ledger and, t- and really opening that up. Yeah. Not only in the dysfunction of family, but also the dysfunction of her own personal 
life. And I just want to, I think there's a lot to park on here on this idea yeah. of red ledger. Um, and, and being able to reset and move and move past it. Um, you know, I, I, I really, I, I do believe I've, I've talked with enough people that we all have a lot of red in our ledgers. And I know for me, uh, I have tried to balance that out by doing a lot of good, by trying to, trying to love people and trying to serve people and trying to kind of outweigh yeah. and balance that red ledger. And it never satisfies. And, you know, why? Why, why can't you out good your bad? Yeah. You know, in life. Uh- yeah, I'll give you an illustration, very practical one for me. So I've, and I've talked about this before, I've, I've been on this health journey and I was under the impression for most of my life that if I exercised enough, I could, I could eat almost anything I wanted to. And I learned in this process of my journey, I'm never going to out-exercise bad nutrition. <laughs> Never. Now, wait a minute. Like, well, I don't know if I agree with that. Well, you're wrong if you don't agree with that. It's <laughs> if so, you it's... eat a thousand calorie hamburger, yes, you just go burn it off. Okay, let's say. <laughs> okay, the you're, problem is you're when a you don't guy. burn it off. Yeah, right. Do you know how much it's going to take? For you to burn off a thousand calories? Yeah, about an hour and twenty minutes on the elliptical. You, you're running pretty fast on that elliptical <laughs> with a with a with one of those aluminum yeah, <laughs> suits a, on. Yeah, and an eighty pound weight. Bag. Yeah, and inside a sauna. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you can yeah. Do it. It's just not gonna happen. <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. You can't eat a Cinnabon and hope. That in in one day you're gonna burn <laughs> off enough calories to counteract that cinnabon. No, yeah, you just run to the cinnabon and then run back home. <laughs> no. That's all you got to do. Whenever <laughs> I'm driving on the boulevard and I just see this body on the side of the road <laughs> with a cinnabon bag next to it, I'm gonna know that was you trying to burn run the cinnabon off on your way home. It it's not like a good idea. Gonna work. Left. You cannot out exercise bad nutrition. You okay. have to make the right choices. And I think it's similar with this. Hmm. Yeah, we make bad choices and our ledger is red. And we we think if we just do enough good, it'll somehow put us in the right space inside of the universe or our maker or whatever your belief system is. And in the end, I think really your only solution, your only solution is to just start over. Hmm. Don't try to balance it out. Just wipe your slate clean, even if it's only in your your own mind, to say to yourself, I screwed up, I totally threw my life away, there's nothing I can do to make up for the mistakes I've made, but starting now, starting today, hmm. I can make the right choice and start on a new path. I think running on an elliptical with an 80-pound bag and the sauna and a wetsuit wet is easier. What you just explained. (laughs) That process is so hard. That process is so hard just to to let go and and to start over. And I'll tell you why. Because God gave us this great thing called memory. Mm. And the enemy, I believe, uses that great thing as the number one tactic to force us to live in the past. I mean, my memory 
doesn't go away. And I, I've prayed. I've prayed like for years. Yeah. God, take away these memories. Take away this. Take away this pain. Take away like. And then I think, well, gee, I should probably think about what I'm praying about, or else he's going to make me trip on a rock, and I'm going to hit the, I'm going to hit, a, hit my head on a rock, and then I'm not going to remember anything. And you know, you got a lot of issues, man. <laughs> <laughs> your imagination is your worst enemy, dude. <laughs> Trust like, me, that's not going to happen. Wipe okay? the sink. You're not going to hit I don't. your head on a rock and get yeah. complete amnesia I, of all your bad memories God, and your family and us doing this podcast. <laughs> I do, you're going to be fine. I don't want him to take my prayers literally, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think God's smarter than that. Okay. You're fine. <laughs> Relax. Right. Take a breath. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but, but, I, but I do. Yeah. I mean, walking, walking away is, is tough. Yeah, and, and let me throw another monkey wrench into this. Yeah. Because you have your memories, and guess what? People have their memories, too. Right. I remember. So I, I we talk about Red Ledger. Mm -hmm. I had a Red Ledger. I have a red ledger. It's there. Hmm. Before I, I came to my, my faith conversion, you know, whatever you want to call it, your come to Jesus moment, I lived a pretty, it was a party life. Okay. Just, just to not get into all the gory details, but it was, yep. it was a life that was in opposition to the way I was raised and what I knew what was best for me. And, um, and I, I did that life with lots of people. You know, you don't party by yourself. <laughs> you right. party with a group, right? So yeah. all these people saw me living that life, you know, going to the parties, hanging out, doing the things, you know, the drinking and, the, and, and, and just, you know, the gambling and all of it, you know, just was there. Mm -hmm. And then I had my moment, right? I had my, my, my moment where I was at the depths. I was at the bottom. I I knew I was going nowhere, and I turned turned my life around, and and I asked for forgiveness, and 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 I made, like I said, made the decision on that moment. Okay, now it's a different path, and I remember hmm. uh, I, that's when I decided soon after that to become a pastor, become a minister. Wow, right? So I remember going back home, going back home, and going to like this big religious, like a like a campout kind of thing, right? thousands of people everywhere hmm. and I'm with I'm with my mom and we're just walking around seeing people that we knew getting reacquainted whatever you know I'd been gone for a while because I was away in college and this lady is there and I and I walk up to her and I say hello whatever and she's like oh hey Milton how you good how you doing oh great thank you you know oh you're studying to be a pastor hmm, hmm. And she knew she's in everything. She didn't say anything to me about like, you suck or you're, you're awful. You're never going to make it. But it was in the tone. It was in the facial expression where she was basically saying, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I know mm -hmm. who you were. Mm. And I think we carry that with us. Right. So it's our sure. own memories. And then it's the people who, who judge you because they know what you were and they still don't believe who you're becoming. And that gets in the way of us also forgiving ourselves and starting over. Mm -hmm. There's a great, um, there's a great verse that talks about East and West. Mm. <clears throat> and I think this is, this is a path forward for a lot of this is that, 
Um, you know, G- God takes your mistakes and casts them as far as the east is to the west. And and um, to be able to do that for yourself, to give yourself that permission mm-hmm. and your your self your your ability to just go, okay, I, I can do that, because there's so much of that. Who are you? That comes to attack. Like, who are you to become a pastor? Like, yeah. you you can't preach against the stuff that you did, uh, and it's debilitating. It can be debilitating, um, but you know the the only way forward is just that self that self sacrifice. That's that 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 self love and forgiveness that you really need to participate yeah. in. Yeah, and 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 that message can come through in so many ways. For me, it was you know like who are you to become a pastor, and it you could. Someone could come to you and say, like, you don't deserve to be in a good marriage. You've never been faithful in any relationship in your life. You don't deserve to have a a good job because you've been a lazy bum your whole life. You don't deserve to have money in the bank because you've you're you've always spent wildly without thinking, you know, and and time. You don't deserve to be a good parent Mm -hmm. to have children because look at you, you could, you're not a responsible person or your parents were awful. And, and there's just so many of those messages that just hammer us over and yep. over and over again. And we start believing them. That's the problem. We start believing them and we don't want to allow ourselves to say, maybe that was true, but starting today, it's not true. Yeah. Cool exercise I'll share real quick that yeah. I did was, was in a um, it's called formation renovation. It was this it was mm, two weekends. Sounds very, <laughs> very mystical. It rhymed, so it was very cool. Yeah, awesome. all about rhyming words. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> but it was uh, six days, like you know, wow, seven a.m. to nine p.m. Hard work. Wow. <clears throat> Just about no television, no, no television, no, no cell phones. phones. Wow. Yeah, How know. did you make it, it dude? I don't know. It was rough. Um, <laughs> But one of the exercises was, you know, there, we have three different colors of post-it notes. And okay. Put down, put down all. Step one was put down all the pain in your life. That's how they started no, the exercise. I don't want to do that. Like, no, yeah, thank that, you. <laughs> I'm fine. You know, and they, they give you like this is going to be a two to three hour thing, so take your time. Sheesh. And then they just left us with their thoughts, and uh, wow, I mean that was that that moment was incredibly humbling to yeah. just think hard about. All the pain that has been into your life, and all the pain that has come out of your life. Yeah, um, and some of that self-inflicted, I would think. <laughs> oh, and, totally. And so, you know, and some of it others have done to you. And, oh, yeah. And that makes it even more difficult. And man, yeah, it, it was it was a hard exercise. But the the second step was now write down how you have seen redemption mm, in these nice, places. Nice. I'm like, okay. Um, it was interesting in that it got your brain didn't go there first. You first right. went to all the pain and all the hardship, and now look at redemption. Okay, and and I was able to go through and like, okay, that is not necessarily affecting me anymore, and this is how this area of my life has been healed or redeemed. And there was a couple places where it wasn't hmm. yet, and you just left it blank. And then the third step was, what have you seen? Like, what positive things have you seen come out of that redemption? And I've got to tell you, it was one of the coolest exercises I've ever done examining my own life. Yeah. And it really helped me. That led to a moment of being handed a mirror and having to forgive myself for a lot of stuff. A lot of these blank yeah. areas that I haven't seen redemption. And wow. that was the process. Um, I think it's good to go back and remember these hard moments, but also be reminded 
of how well we are able to move past them. Because I think we forget that. I think we forget the redemption, the good stuff. Those those bad memories haunt us. Yeah. That's what the enemy is using to attack us. That's what our brains go to. We're not good enough and we can't get past this. And this is who we are. And this is what defines me. And well, like, no, take a couple minutes and remind yourself of how redemption has happened or how you can get there very right. easily. And I think it's so, wow, I think you brought this to such a great place, Kevin, with your story, because you think about Black Widow. She has the red ledger, and she mentions over and over she's trying to erase that past, yep. right? And if if we don't embrace this starting over, this forgiveness, this redemption, then our only option, which a lot of people are taking, and, and it's a tragedy, the only option is what she did, which you think about Endgame, where she sacrifices mm. herself. And she, in, in her mind, this is what I think is going in through her mind, the only way that I can balance out my account is to die. And she mm. sacrifices herself. Now, in the end, we know she had to, right? It saved the movie. But how many people in real life feel like their only way to make things right is to, is to take their own life, mm. is to end it, right? And that is the tragedy because there's such a better option. It's a more painful option. It's a challenging option to do because you got to go deep mm -hmm. and you got to face some painful moments, but it's so much more rewarding. And the growth that comes out of doing something like that is so huge. I, I just yeah. want to encourage anyone. If you're thinking like my only option is to end it. No, that's not your only option. There's such a better option. And if there's anything that he, we can do in the project family to support you in, in going deeper and finding that redemption, that forgiveness. We want to be there for, for all of our listeners and all of our viewers. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. A good reminder and great, great movie with a lot of good stuff to talk about. Yeah. And um, don't let your red ledger define your future. There you go. All right. Thanks so much for listening, for watching wherever uh, you're doing that ad. Of course, you're at, we're at YouTube. If you want to subscribe to the channel, uh, click that bell. That gives you notifications of when we uh, release new episodes, which uh, right now we're trying to do on a regular basis. So we want to make sure that you get that content. Uh, if you're listening, subscribe wherever you're uh, listening in on podcasts. Just make sure, again, you get what we're, uh, what we're delivering. All right. Well, thanks so much for being part of it. Comment back. Send us an email. Uh, we got those details in the descriptions, and we will talk again soon. 